We are the droids you are looking for. Welcome back to Fluxipose, episode 146. Recording to you on this Monday, January 9th, 2017. I am Jason Lacey, joined as always by Lucas Rose. Hey, how's it going? Cousin to Kevin Rose. Fun yeah, fact. still waiting for that check. <laughs> you keep What's trying. he up to nowadays? Uh, he, he said something, I think he started another service or something, I don't remember, because he had Dig, which is essentially, you know what, overshadowed by Reddit, and I think he sold that, and then, I don't know what he does, what the, that's a Wikipedia adventure for another time. Sure, sure. Your main focus tonight is on Fluxipose, and on that docket, we have IRL, we have What You Plan, we have an overclocked remix... Hey, look at that. News of the week is going to make an appearance. We might remind you of an upcoming Netflix station, and we'll even do a little community wrap bag. A very small. Less of a bag and more of like a coin purse, really. <laughs> community man satchel? Well, I guess that would be that might be large, actually. That could be large mm. and sweaty, but mm. that's neither here nor there. Mm. This is, Jason, this is frustrating to me. Yes. I want to talk about something. Oh. Well, You're boy. lucky. Oh, You're oh, lucky. Because oh instead of instead of watching this, you had a day of drinking and delicious beer and traveling. Well, I kinda watched it, but, but just sleeping felt more important. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're lucky because you did not have to endure the usual frustrations that uh, that uh, a, a normal lions watching person would have endured that night because I don't want to say same old lions. Uh, I mean, they were looking a little shaky. They were looking a little bit uh, as they have in past years because they were getting some stupid, stupid personal fouls stupid on on the field fouls and penalties and just you know letting it get away from them a little bit but that is not the 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 biggest problem that i had the biggest problem were the no calls jason and and as lion fans we are very familiar with the what seems to be the bias against the lions when you are officiating a game because the, anything that could possibly either go for, go for them uh, or help them in some manner will not mm. be called. And anything that is just the slightest bit of the beginning of a possible penalty, you lay a finger on somebody <laughs> and it's like, nope, nope, uh, can't have that. You're a garbage team. Get 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 back. Get to the back of the bus where all the stupid teams sit. <sighs> so. My biggest problem, okay, because we watched this game and it started out fine, fine enough, and I'm sure that's probably the part that you watched. Everything seemed fairly well, you know, like it was going to set out to be a decent game, uh, pretty, pretty. Um, I don't want to say defensive, but at the very least, playing very similarly uh, at the same level, score stayed pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we we only scored via um, field goals as we do. <laughs> right. Um, uh, we were playing the Seahawks for the the uninitiated, and uh, I was like, okay, this could this you know this has got my attention. This seems pretty interesting. And then like 
I don't remember exactly when everything happened, but I want to say that it was pretty much after halftime that the shit really hit the fan because there were some, there was a call where, uh, it was the first, uh, this was probably before halftime, uh, the first touchdown for the Seahawks. Oh yeah. It was that weird underhanded catch where their, um, the Seahawks player, the receiver kind of jumped over our, our guy and, uh, grabbed him, grabbed him right on the face mask there, which that's a penalty, Jason. It's, it's literally called face masking. Uh, yeah, I, the, the play, nothing else <laughs> should have been offensive. And well, we were called for defensive pass interference, which is obviously uh, ridiculous, touchdown, but it should have been an offset. Uh, you know, same thing. If really the same thing happened against with Dallas too. Um, yes. Des Bryant kind of got away with a, a, a similar move and kind of touchdown as well. But here I, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a bit because I'd have watched the whole game, and yes, there were, you know, I'm, I'm, you know the Lions have got bad calls, but when you let Tom, Rawls had like 157 yards rushing, when you can't stop yeah. the run. I don't you, know why they ever, Seattle ever passed the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Other than to, I mean, to, you know, break up the monotony. There's more, I mean, yeah, the penalties suck, but the Lions didn't. The Lions were not a team. Like, the playoffs are going to expose what's wrong with teams. And, the, I mean, the Lions were not are not a playoff team. I mean, No, they would they had, have lost. They definitely overachieved this season, and it's great that they, they made it into a wild card by losing the last three games of the year. Um, but, I mean, they just – they were – they're completely outclassed. I mean, this, this team's got – the team has no running game. The team has a really bad – has a – Poor defense. We yes. never had much of a pass rush all season. There's a lot of pro. I mean, there's a lot of positives on this Detroit team that we have in a while, and I think we finally have uh, someone in in management and Bob Quinn and the general manager that's gonna knows how to build a team, knows how to evaluate talent, and I think they're it's turning. They're definitely turning in an upward direction, but uh, yeah, definitely it's gonna uh, take a while. I, I would have much preferred, honestly, that we didn't even earn the playoff spot because I think that's just a better draft, <laughs> better draft pick that's we true. could have ended up with. I think we got, like, I think 24th pick, I think, is what it's going to be. Well, don't get me wrong. I, I It's hard to say whether or not they would have won this game because after – we're not very good at coming back from things yeah. that kind of knock our knock the wind out of our sails. Yeah. Um, well, that first half did make it seem like we had a chance that we could stay with Yeah, them. But then how yeah, many times? Well, I, I mean, I, I watched most of that first half through my my beer haze, and I definitely didn't watch the second <laughs> half. But, like, I, I don't know. It was like third third and manageable. Stafford throws the ball, and the receiver just goes bleh, 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 and drops it. So I mean, Yeah, we have a huge problem with people not picking those passes up. So. Holy hell. Uh, and it wouldn't have mattered because we would hey, have faced Dallas don't, don't after worry. this anyway. Lucas, because there's we have this awesome hockey team you can watch to make make you forget about mm. football. Oh wait, our mm. Red Wings are the last in their in their division. Oh, oh or the con- I forgot. There goes that yeah. streak. <laughs> so, oh well, Detroit I've been sports. ignoring that. <laughs> yeah, well, they were talking about how um, you know actually, the glove you were talking about. Oh, go ahead. Well, actually, they're only uh, for being last in the division. They're actually uh, only five points out of a playoff spot. Actually, that's kind of so, sad. Yeah, that's just a sign of how bad most of our division is. Oh gosh, um, they were talking about that glove 
uh, that you were telling me about. They actually demonstrated the way that he's been having oh, to pass. Love. Yeah, he because uh, he has a um, I can't re- I think it was his middle finger has that first knuckle tendon that uh, is is pulled or whatever, and he has a cap on it to keep it straight basically because otherwise he can't uh, straighten himself. Then he's got the glove on, and they were showing how he has to to catch the snaps and stuff. And it's basically like when you injure your, your finger in basketball. I think everyone's always had that. Like you go to catch a basketball and it hits your hand funny and uh, stubs your finger or whatever. So yep. he's been catching snaps with his fingers splayed out wide and then kind of letting the ball hit him in the palms. And then he's been throwing kind of that way too. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to make excuses or anything, but it, it, no in the end it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have mattered. Because yeah. I don't think we were in any condition to to win, but it's just so frustrating to say. Like, there's during that game, they had talked to the refs, uh, Jim Caldwell, right? That's our coach's name. Yeah, and he he was told, "Yeah, we blew that call," but it's not reviewable anyway. So I hear. So I'm just like, right, you know right. what? This is all just frustrating to me. Uh, I don't need this bullshit. I think I might be done <laughs> watching football, Jason. I think uh, I think it was ESPN did like the top highlighted like the worst calls from from the season, and the number one was also against Detroit, where uh, Odell Beckham Jr. had the ball and clearly drops it, and then they ruled it a catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that think happened they, I, in I this. Think the, uh, I think the Chicago. Bears game as well as when they had called a Detroit center for or well Glasgow wasn't playing center at the time but they called him for legal hands to the face when it was the Chicago player that did it. Oh yeah, I think that one made it on the. I think that one made it on the list too. You reminded me there was another catch during this game where the the Seahawks player literally caught it with his legs. He he caught it. It never touched the ground. Granted, and he caught it. Uh, behind his knee, basically, by squeezing his leg, which, whatever, it didn't touch the ground. My problem is, if you're going to have a call, uh, if you're going to call something not um, not completing the process of the catch, then why do you have such a, like, why do you have a, a rule that's so basically up to somebody's determination of whether or not you know, it's each individual referee's decision whether or not they completed the process of the catch. Because if you see this catch, it, it is ridiculous. Uh, like, I don't know how anyone would think that's a catch, but apparently it was. And again, I don't have a problem with that, but then make everything catch. Like, if it doesn't touch the ground, it's it's a caught ball. That I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. But why do you have a why do you have that weird like, well yeah he he ended up with the ball when he fell down but he didn't have control over it so we're gonna say he didn't catch it even though it didn't touch the ground. <laughs> I, that is why I'm done watching football, Jason. Uh, it's I don't well, want to. You and it's a lot of people. This is like the lower uh, ratings this year than I think they've had in quite a while. All I know is I think it's shaping up very nicely for uh, New England to uh, make it into the play the Super Bowl once again since they have to play Houston, which I don't see how they have any problem crushing Houston. And then, oh, I guess Kansas City. If, I think it, I, I expect it to be New England and Pittsburgh for the AFC, and Pittsburgh might be a little more difficult test. But 
I don't know. Green Bay and Dallas should be interesting as well. That uh, should be a good game. Dallas is a really good team, but Green Bay is on a roll. As I say, aren't they? Uh, they kind of were at a low spot, and then they started. Aaron Rodgers ran the table, just like he said he was going to. He's oh, the yeah, best God. player ever. Uh, All right, enough football. It's uh, yes, it I'm done. Uh, yeah, I think the really only thing I did notable was uh, that same day my uh, my buddy I work with um, was getting married, so we had a party bus, little outing, and it, I didn't really know the details until we uh, we got on the bus. But it was supposed to be a brewery tour. I thought we were just gonna be going around Grand Rapids. Nope, we drove all the way down to Kalamazoo, which is like an hour-ish drive, but uh, with road conditions and everything, I'm sure it took us longer. And we went to um, Arcadia Ales, which I've never actually been. I tried to go to like their brew pub in uh, Battle Creek before, and that was closed seasonally. So this was their oh. actual brewery in in Kalamazoo, which was you know cool enough, little tap room. Um, I posted some pictures on the Battle of the Beer Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I saw those. Out. I would have liked them, but my my Instagram is Battle of the Beer, so we would have just <laughs> looked like idiots. <laughs> uh, well, you do have your own. There is a Lucas Rose one. I do. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, sh- it's heavy uh, metal riff, I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, and then uh, we went to Bell's, and then we we did go to their main production facility. So Bell's is a is one of the older um, craft breweries. I think they're a top ten in size. Um, I think they were the oldest east of the Mississippi. I believe is what we which are. But they, we went to their production facility, which is in Comstock, Michigan. Uh, like seven miles from Kalamazoo and got it like a tour. Now we did get a tour of the production facility, but I don't know if we got like either we got the abridged version because we were on a time crunch and they told our, our guide that prior or that's all it was. Cause it, it honestly kind of sucked. <laughs> I was pretty Aww. disappointed. So you go up these stairs and you're on the, this upper level, which is at the top of all these, where all these, like these large tanks are where like there would be similar if a homebrewing of a mash ton or some of the, some of the fir- like where they, the, yeah, basically where all the, the mash, the big mash towns are for, um, you know, the scale of brewery. And um, we walked past those and we got like a quick sample and we got like a history of the brewery. Then he walked back across this main floor and talked about some of the ingredients. And we went back over and got another sample and we went back across and then that was it. We didn't go to any other part of the brewery, just this one main room except what you can see through. We were there for like maybe <laughs> half an hour or something like that. It was really disappointing because I've always wanted I've obviously never been I've honestly never been on a brewery tour so I was kind of looking forward to it it was pretty disappointing so we went from there and then we went back to what's called the Bell's Eccentric Cafe which is where they originally um, it was their first brewery location but as they you know they outgrew that production wise they moved to the their new production facility but we went there had dinner and stuff and then uh, made the trip home and then uh, yeah I watched some of the game and then I came home and fell asleep on the couch and then I woke up and I saw the at 11.30, what the score was, I was like, yep, going to bed. Good man. I did have a dream, though, and I like woke up and I checked the score, and I saw it wrong when I went to bed, and the Lions actually won. It was like this brief <laughs> moment of euphoria. That and never then, happened. And then That was a dream. Well, so, it sounds like you had a lot better day than I did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was still a fun time. So, I've never know. been on a party bus. Yeah, it's hit and miss. It's Can you drink on six, those? Yeah, that's why most people do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and trust me, people are taking <laughs> full advantage of that. Um, and then I was greeted the next day with my wife's Jeep not starting, so that was you know one oh, of those yeah. fun moments. But luckily, I, it had happened before, so I was 
about 100% what it was, and um, I was pretty sure it was a bad battery, so I, I looked at it, and, like, the terminals were gross. There was so much um, gunk built up on the, the actual battery and then on the cables itself, so I did get some baking soda and water, and I cleaned them up, and I was like, uh, yeah, this isn't good still, and I took it into an AutoZone. Yeah, I had no charge whatsoever, so... I had to buy a new battery and throw it in there. And, hey, problem solved. It's those cold Michigan weather. Yeah, uh, it is. Man. Which is a weird thing, though, because we, we, um, that last got changed. Um, it was before we got our two-bedroom apartment, which was just before we got married, so probably six years ago, roughly. And um, I don't think – well, I guess I haven't, I haven't had my car quite as long as she's had that Jeep because I haven't ever had to change the battery in my car yet, knock on wood. <laughs> So yeah, I was, I wonder sometimes you can get batteries that have weaknesses or defects, and then they're just kind of in in regular operating temperature it wouldn't be so bad. But then you get those uh, those colder days and and months, and slowly over time it becomes more and more problematic until finally it goes bad. Yeah, well, it's just weird because it, it would it would happen randomly too. Like it it was oh, doing it for a few weird. weeks, but. It just, uh, eh. I don't know. Oh, well. Gotta love uh, car maintenance. Yep. It's all fixed now, and at least it's that and not a new starter or something stupid like that that costs a lot of money. That's true. So. That's true. How about, uh, what you playing? That's me teleporting to Teleport uh, stage one, level one of what you playing. Well, I guess, I, I, do you mind if I start? Can I go? Sure. Can I go in front of o- you? Only if you beat all the games you're about to talk about. Nope. Yeah, well, oh. one of them. Not oh. two of them, though. I'll take that. In the process of. Uh, well, let's talk about the one I did beat first. How, bu- how about that? Uh, Transformers Devastation. Was that beating it? Yep. Damn well, you, Michael Jackson. No, that wasn't, but yes. No. <laughs> no beating it is, is much... Uh, wet sounding. Oh gosh! Wet sounding. Um, <laughs> so Transformers Devastation, uh, made by Platinum Games. Uh, I think they're best known for uh, what the hell's that one with the woman whose hair is her Bayonetta. clothes? Bayonetta. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm like I can see, I can picture it in my mind, but then I realize I don't know what it's called terrible never really played bayonetta except for that the demo that i played it on when you like first got the wii u or something like that uh so made by platinum games they did that this is kind of similar in that it's a action fighting game you know and in, in, in the same vein of of uh those games like devil may cry or anything mm-hmm. like that um pretty good i i enjoyed it actually i'm surprised that it's i think it's a full full release uh price it's like fifty dollars or something like that i did not pay that much thankfully because it's a very short game i think it took me four four or six hours no maybe six hours to complete yeah. and that that's but, that's the like the main reason i haven't picked it up yet is like i always was waiting for a sale because that's what mm-hmm. i've heard too is like the length of um time on it well and it's i mean it it wants you to replay it on different difficulties and mm. do challenges and unlock collectibles and stuff, which 
uh, I'll talk about collectible stuff when I talk about the other game. Um, but here, I don't know, like you unlock a couple of different player, uh, different transformers um, to play as, as you progress through the game, but you unlock them pretty quickly. And then after that, it's all like loot drops and stuff like that, which is kind of weird. You're, you're leveling up your characters, which is kind of weird as well. I mean, it doesn't feel like it's making that much of a difference when you swap out weapons and stuff like that and upgrade your weapons and stuff. It's stuff to do, but I can't really tell if it's making much of a difference. Um, so what I really liked about the game though, is just the, the way that the transformers are represented in combat. They have a really cool system where you, um, chain together attacks and everything, but then you also, can do uh, transforming moves where you transform back into your vehicle and can um, basically smash into them as your vehicle for maximum damage. And uh, it, it just looks really cool. It all flows together really well. And it's very, uh, very satisfying to, to what um, um, fight. I, I don't even know your experience with transformers as a whole might be a little mixed, but what, uh, universe of transformers is it faithful to like is it based on the generation ori- one okay yeah, yeah original that's what i was hoping but i can't uh i couldn't remember i is it usually the original voice talent still yes i believe so if, if not they are extremely close because i i think like i'm not as familiar with um generation one as i am with beast wars <laughs> which is like completely <laughs> well, different almost but the also thing. the same yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it sound they sounded very Megatron and Optimus Prime anyway sounded very um, similar. I, I'm pretty sure it's the same because they kind of made a big deal out of it in the credits. So uh, if it's not, it's very it's close enough that you probably wouldn't even be able to tell. But um, I think actually, like, Fumble suppose that this was not <laughs> the original voice actor. <laughs> That's probably Sorry, guys. true. We gotta. Um, yeah, the presentation was pretty good. I mean, the, the story is your typical Saturday morning cartoon episode. Well, probably two parter, uh, episode, but, uh, you know, that part, that part's fun too, because it's, it's your usual cheesy, uh, writing and everything, but I, I don't know. It was, it was all right. I, I, I liked it. I wasn't expecting, you know, Shakespeare or anything. So, uh, for what it was, I definitely wouldn't pay 50 bucks for it, but uh, I paid 10 and I feel like I got 10, $10 worth out of it. I, I might go back and play it again. N- knowing what I'm, what to do in each level now. Um, I think it won't take me six hours. Actually, it'd probably take me even less time than that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. The combat is really satisfying. So that part I, I do like in, I don't know. I may, I'm going back and forth whether or not I want to play it again because there's so much other stuff that I need to get through that that I um, would be neglecting if I went back and played this again. So, uh, One of those games, Jason, is something I'm playing currently, and it kicks serious ass, and that's because it is Doom, the 2016 Does it really version. whip the llama's ass? Like Winamp? Oh, gosh. Winamp. That remember that when that was the thing, win up, win up, win up, it really whips really? the llamas. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the? Everyone's like, what the? What the hell's a win amp? Is that like? <laughs> uh, is that like blinker fluid? What is that? <laughs> uh, you know they made they made Doom, 
mm-hmm. they left the caps lock on when they typed out the title. Mm. Uh, but that's okay because I, I, I think it, it's a, I actually like the new, the new logo and everything. It, it harkens back to the classic doom, but it also lets you know, Hey, it's new. It's improved. And it really whips the llama's ass as we've <laughs> just discussed. Um, yes, yes. So doom 2016, uh, fricking, I can, I can see why this has been on the top of many people's uh, game top games of 2016 uh, lists because you know everybody has to have one of those. Um, it's just man, the presentation, the it it gives off demo, this vibe. So that's all I've got. Yeah, go yeah, off. that's the first that's the first level, and I mean you can get like you get the attitude of it, and it does have some attitude, but it it's like not cheesy somehow. It 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 conveys itself in a way that it's not going out of its way to be badass, which I would have expected out of this type of game. Kind of like, um, Duke Nukem, like Duke Nukem, uh, forever was an example of a game that doom could have ended up as if they weren't careful. Uh, because in Duke Nukem, it, it, it really feels like they were just like, remember when Duke did this in this last game? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Um, they 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 use Doom, the older games, as kind of of a what worked thing. Now mm-hmm. let's take those things and build upon them. And they do here because they don't add anything ridiculous. They don't. It's just pure FPS, um, Twitch FPS uh, to a certain extent. And like, I don't know, man, just the way that the monsters are have been um, recreated and the story is presented to you in a way that is non-intrusive. Uh, it's a lot of uh, narr- narration from voices that are just kind of telling you what's going on, but they yeah. still allow you to play the game while you're listening to it. Um, there's not a lot of there's I don't think there's any cutscenes. And um, I wanted to talk about collectibles and stuff like that because in yeah. Transformers Devastation. They have collectibles for the sake of having collectibles, right? So they have, like, uh, if you shoot five Decepticon banners, uh, you you unlock five different concept art uh, images or whatever. I don't really care. Like, I'll shoot them or I'll, I'll get the collectible if I don't have to go out of my way and I see it. But in that... In, in those types of instances, I don't really give a shit, honestly. And that was the problem with Assassin's <laughs> yeah. Creed, because they have so many freaking collectibles. Yeah. But when they do collectibles where you where you collect them and it gives you points to put back into your skills and stuff like that, that's when I care. Like, that's when I'm going to co- go out of my way to collect Right, everything. right. When it actually affects your your gameplay. So they've got different things like. So, so you're um, telling me you love the Riddler trophies? Yeah. Yes, that's a great example. See, I didn't do those. I did the ones that um, I came across and could figure out. But anything, anything that um, doesn't really unlock stuff, mm-hmm. I don't care about. And that's yeah. why in Mad Max, I did all the stuff ahead of time because I was unlocking things when, when I did uh, challenges and stuff in that game too. And I did like everything you could in that one. Same thing here. I'm going level to level, um, trying to get everything that I can so that when I, I don't have to go back, hopefully. 
um, because it affects your gameplay. And I think that's a good way to do it because they do have the collect the doom, the doom guy, little toys. I'm sure you've seen like how he'll fist bump the space Marine toy one. They kind of look like Funko pops. Um, I will collect those even though all they unlock are the, uh, 3d models for close inspection. Um, but that's like the only one that's like that. Everything else is, is some sort of challenge to do or whatever that will give you points to upgrade in your weaponry, your armory, and your um, your suit, your Praetor suit or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. And that'll do things like, you know, um, environmental damage decreases and, and speeding up weapon switching and stuff like that. So I don't know. They're just doing a lot of things right in this game, and it looks freaking amazing the level design is awesome there's a lot of um there's a lot of vertical gameplay you can get up on stuff uh you can do the uh the the kills where you shoot somebody and they start flashing you press the f button and you like punch their face yeah, open that was my or one whatever. thing does that get like super repetitive after a while that you're just feel like you're just going through a room and doing that over and over and like it, it, um, does the animation change frequent enough to keep it fresh or does it feel like you're just doing the same kind of uh, yes and no see i found what the re when i when i do it it's because it it drops extra health yeah than exactly. if you just kill them so that's the only time i really do it or if it's a it's if, it, if it's a bigger boss that i kind of want to see what it looks like or whatever so there there's enough enemy um disbursement or whatever that when you do those, they're kind of few and far between. I feel like anyway, I'm not going out of my way to do them unless there's like a challenge to do it. Um, so I'll only do it when I need health or if, if, if for some reason I need Mm -hmm. to, I mean, it's probably not too distracting when you're actually playing. I remember when, like when the game first came out, I was watching someone stream it and I was just like, Oh, he's just punching things over and over. This isn't that. Yeah. It could get out of hand, but I was just curious. I like how, I like we're having this, like I'm, I'm having these like in-depth questions about how many how many month old <laughs> okay no yeah no kidding uh, that's that's it's, all on that's all on top of the pulse of the industry we are yeah we can't only, afford, we can't afford new games no sir that's why I eat up those Steam sales so yeah I'm just having a lot of fun with it uh, and the levels are really big so they kind of take take some time so I'll usually play like one level a night and uh, if 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 that's if the, I would say it takes probably about 45 minutes to get through some of the levels now that I'm into the actual game portion where you've unlocked all the stuff to do. Like, they kind of give you the enhancements at level two, then they give you the, they call, they're called rituals, which are separate maps where you have to kill, like, 20 things with this weapon in 10 seconds, and every kill you get adds time back to it and stuff. Those just became unlocked. So I'm kind of into now this is the game part. And so each, each level takes about, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour, depending on what you got to do. So I don't know, really enjoying it. It's, it's really solid old school FPSing done in a modern way. And I can get down with that. And the music's really good. Oh, there you go. So but uh yeah those are the those are the two i'm really trying to focus on doom uh i've talked before about how bad i am with (laughs) actually completing things and so i'm like riding that wave of i like playing doom right now so i'm gonna keep playing it and so far it's been it's been fun even though it is a little i mean it can get repetitive to a certain extent so Mm -hmm. maybe it's good Mm -hmm. that i'm just doing 
one level at a time. Ah, you know. But you never know. Yeah, I never do know. You know, you never know. I like the, you know. As it is. <laughs> As it do is. It, do do what you do. <laughs> I well, have, I think that'll be well. I think that's a lot better return to the series than what we got from Doom Three back in the. What was that? Uh, two thousand four ish. I was gonna say four ish. Three. Which was just like, remember, I remember when they had the duct tape flashlight mod, which would put a, a lamp on your gun, so you didn't have to always switch between your gun and the flashlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those, I, no need of, for a flashlight, and at least I haven't had it. Well, I remember thinking, man, look at those shadows. That's really all the game was, I feel like, was like, look how good this game looks. And then it was just kind of okay, as far as the game goes. Hmm. This one. This one's much well, good. more. Well, good. I'm fun. glad you're. I'm glad you're liking it. Me too. Because that's what that's what matters. I was right? wondering. It is. It is. And normally I wouldn't play this type of game, but. But here, here and now, we're we're Starcross lovers. So. Speaking of Starcross lovers, Jason, tell me about you and Zelda. I know. You two have been getting it on. <laughs> well, it's like the last actual game I have. Um, I've been playing, so I wanted to. I finally decided to get rid of it. Plus, I borrowed it from my brother, so I don't want to have it forever. So I finished uh, Majora's Mask 3D up last week, um, and that's a weird. It's a weird game. Like the whole, the whole concept that like that you're you know the game takes place within a three day you know seventy two hour span, and so you have to constantly travel you know back in time to reset that time uh, limit while you're doing things is a little interesting, especially um, as a frustration frustration standpoint. Like, like for instance, when you beat one dungeon, it makes an area springtime. But then if you reset the clock, then it's going to be winter again. So if you needed to, if you forgot to do something, you're going to have to kill that boss all over again to make it, in this instance, you know, make it spring again. So the minor, mm-hmm. minor gripe, but it, it also makes it kind of cool at that same uh, in that same same sense, but it was really uh, enjoyable game. I like the story. It um, challenge. Okay, so I I did use a guide because I wanted to I wanted 100 percent it. So I went there and I got all the heart containers. I got uh, all the masks. I had everything, and because I, I I don't know with any Zelda game how you would do that otherwise. Because some of the stuff is just so obscure, and I don't know how you'd ever know to do things. Um, but I, I I never had like trouble with any of the boss fights or anything. Like that. I don't think I ever had to use a healing item. And then if you get the 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 most powerful mask in the game, you, it makes the final boss fight a complete pushover. You just obliterate Majora with uh what is it the uh, fierce deity mask. It just makes Link OP. <laughs> but is that the yeah. one that turns like he's got white hair and white eyes and? Yeah, he's got like it's like Super Saiyan Link essentially. Nice. Um, but it, it was still fun. It was a really cool game. It's so different than any other like Zelda that I've played. Um, you know, instead of like having to, you know, first of all, you know, Ganon's not in it, and you're not having to deal with sages and things like that. You know, it's just there's four areas, four bosses. There's a ton of side quests and things like that. And uh, you know. It was uh, it was still fun though. I don't know how many hours I I put into it altogether. I have to check my game log, but um, 
cool that cool that I finally played it. Um, that means I've played every console Zelda release except for Skyward Sword, which was the last uh, was the newest Zelda release back in on the on the Wii. So um, that is available on like the Wii U ver- uh, the Wii U and on Wii. But uh, I just don't wanna. I think I'll wait until like, an eventual like re-release on Switch or an HD something down the road <laughs> because. I don't want to have to deal with the touch motion controls and things of that nature. So. Oh, yeah. Is that the one where you have to use the yeah your, your arm as the motion controller? Yeah, and, and then like and like the uh, like the way you swing it, you can do three different like sword swings based on your your motion. Yeah, I don't um, blame you. So, um, but yeah, all in all, that was it was still fun. I I really enjoyed it. It was a good game. And that was that's really all I've played. Um, yeah, I haven't really been on my PC at all. I think I mean we we've played like Awesome Knots once or twice, and I think I've played literally well, like one match of uh, of Overwatch this weekend, and that that's it. Otherwise, uh, for games, and I was trying to uh, take stock of movies, and I haven't didn't really watch any of that really. Um, this past week, though, Sherlock started again on uh, BBC America, which is also like. Uh, w, your P, your PBS channel will I think oh, hear okay. that so uh, for us WGVU so I started watching this is what season th- four of Sherlock I believe or is it season three I don't know but the uh, second episode is actually aired last night or actually yeah last night we haven't watched it yet so we watched the first episode um, it's all right wasn't great wasn't bad just kind of all right but I do I just uh still a good show. I really like uh character of Sherlock and everything and how that plays with Watson and everything else. Which which brought me speaking of shows, did you ever I don't this might be old news, but I can't remember cuz we never talked that much. Did you you did did you eventually watch all of Stranger Things? Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't remember if you ever did or not. We couldn't remember. Um we the only reason it came up because uh Millie Bobby Brown who plays 11, she was on uh Ellen today so we watched that interview. Um, and the only last thing that's kind of caught my interest is this, uh, it's going on right now, um, through the rest of the week is Awesome's, Awesome Games Done Quick 2017. Um, this is a marathon fundraising event that happens, uh, different times a year. There's like, you know, there's Awesome Games Done Quick, there's Summer Games Done Quick, different variations of the same event, but basically a bunch of speedrunners are invited out and they, um, it's 24-7 different people playing but you know just speed running various games uh taking donations i think now it's uh for the it's a, it's a cancer fundraiser right let me i'd like to get the actual um legit details so pardon my typing um but it's right on the twitch um front page if you ever interested and it's just it's really funny that like some games it's really cool because they, it's just their precision and how like good they are at the game will, will kind of blow you away. But then, like some games, it's you just glitch the hell out of the game. Like for instance, I watched uh, they were playing Zelda Ocarina of Time on 3DS the other day, and it, like you climb up uh, a ladder a little bit, you shoot a hook shot, you climb up a ladder, drop down, shoot a hook shot, hook shot, and it launches Link up in the air. Next thing you know, you're off the, you're like completely off the map, and you're in the the title screen section, which is like a debug mode. And then you have Whoa. Link. It's like <laughs> Link gets all the items, and he was going through the first dungeon, which you're a child in the actual game as adult Link 
it's just it's just crazy how you can break so many games. Like, are you familiar with Salt and Sanctuary? It's like a two D no. Dark Souls that came out fairly recently. It sounds familiar. Yeah, like uh, that, another game where they like glitch like crazy and go flying through the geometry and get to access to levels and things you shouldn't have. It's just <laughs> it just it's mind blowing. So um, it's streaming right now at uh, twitch.tv slash games done quick. Um, everything is going to the Pre- Prevent Cancer um, is the name of the uh, of the charity. So uh, great cause. So far, it looks like they've raised $254,590, and this is only the second full day of the event. Uh, looks like right now they have a stream of Pokemon Emerald, um, which is a, gl- a glitchless stream. Uh, three hours is the projected time limit. They're at uh, right around two hours and 50 minutes. So, uh Trucking along really good. There's some. It's just cool to see games, especially um, see games from your childhood or see some games that you haven't gone to in a while. But what's really fun is when they do races and they get multiple speedrunners going head to head, and it's just it's just fun to see how close it is. Like last night, they had um, Mega Man. They had four people competing in Mega Man, but two were playing uh, two were playing Rock Man and two were playing Mega Man. So two were playing the Japanese version and two were playing the the U.S. version. Not it didn't change the game at all, but it was just kind of cool to see. But how especially with that uh, that Mega Man, that's where you have, you know, the pause glitch where you can like you can hit damage an enemy, and then if you keep pausing and unpausing the game, that the damage stays on the screen, and you can like repeatedly hmm. damage enemies with certain attacks, and you can avoid damage yourself that same way. It's just kind of just kind of crazy, right? like how people how these guys can sit there and, and like find glitches and things like that in the game. I mean, I know there's like communities devoted to researching games and things around that, 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 how that, you know, that, uh, knowledge evolves, but it just, it's still mind blowing to think of that. Somebody's like, you know, I'm going to try jumping off this wall backwards and then spinning the camera three times and then pushing these two buttons. And then let's see what happens. You know, just, you know, weird things like that to get the game to do unintended things, but it's cool event, especially when like I've watched with people from my, uh, my oldies gaming, uh, discord server. So it's just fun that, um, cool thing i mean it's for a good cause so it's just fun to fun to see tomorrow there's a katamari damasi uh will be one of the games i'm looking forward to that and i think like 9 30 tomorrow night's uh super mario sunshine so that's always one of my favorite games so it'll be cool to see that as well and um beyond that man that is that's it for me beyond that beyond good beyond evil Ooh, that's it i still can't see i can't believe we're ever gonna see that game even though they said that we would yeah right right i don't believe it oh that reminds me i did finally i talked about it a long time ago uh maze i was gonna oh, do a review yeah, yeah. for that and I, I wrote it finally and it is up at uh, playsomevideogames.com yes. if you want to check that out it's yes, a it uh, it's a game on steam and uh it's about corn and corn that that can talk to you and it guides you through land well, a land of more corn, really, but I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Spoiler, spoiler, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> but uh, it's a pretty divisive game. I was looking at some Steam reviews, and a lot of people are complaining about uh, the length of the game, and I don't know. I, I feel like, you know what, I would rather have a quality four hours than a freaking padded 60-hour game where half of it was just me running back through the same place I've been before. You know, so I kind of weigh the quality of the hours spent versus 
the money I spent on it instead of looking at it like every game needs to be 30 hours long or I won't buy it. So, but yeah, go read that. Play some video Maybe look at some other content there. They're our friends. We treat them nicely sometimes. Don't we, Jason? Yeah, sometimes. Every once in a while. Uh, speaking of friends, should we uh, roll the massive wheel of numbers to find out yes, we should. who the lucky we winner is? We shall. I'm going to play a little OC remix for you. It's going to be the same one from last. Right. Four, five, six, seven. It's uh, Mega Man Zero Two. Ooh. Am- Amorphous Freeze is the name of the mix. Oh, hey, it's uh, it's our buddy Timaeus Two Twenty Two. What is what has he done that we've we featured on here before? Because I remember, I think you had to say his name. Uh, I don't know. He's on the, the of the artist at all. He's on the Esther's Dreams oh, soundtrack, and I know awesome. we did like everything on there at one point almost. So let's see remixes. Um, Gunstar Heroes, maybe Kirby's Dreamland Three, Kerbland. Gosh, I don't remember. Oh, but yeah, I of know guns. I know we've done it. Um, Sunset Riders had a pretty wicked speed run today too. It was like eighteen minutes. I saw your post on Slack. Eighteen minutes for that. I I remember. That probably took us eighteen minutes to get to like the third level, <laughs> and then we died. I don't think I've ever. <laughs> I don't think they that I ever beat that game, and so they buried me with that my game. Money. Might rank right up there with uh, Captain America: The Avengers with best uh, voice acting. That's true. That's true. You know what's you know what was bullshit about that game too. I was a Genesis guy, so. I'd go and play that on the Super Nintendo. They had an extra character, and he had a sweet poncho. And a oh, yeah, the pink poncho of Doom. That's right. And he kicks some ass. But that is not what we're talking that about. That is not it, what we're talking about right now. It is tell, not. Us, tell us what we're talking about. All right. Let me find that. Mega Man X3, correct? Zero two. Oh, wow. <laughs> had the Mega You're... Man. You're wrong. Man, I'm, I'm sorry, Mega Man Zero fans, but the, the, man, I don't, the series is dead to me. Past X, come at me, bros. All right. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't zero get it. What mission. Was, what is? Yeah, I was gonna say the weird ones that are like turn based or something. Although I've data, never tried them, so I can't hate on them too much. Uh, data AOL hacker <laughs> net. Yes. Slash slash. I am Shadow Man, and I am a perp. Uh, this is Mega Man Zero Two. Amorphous Freeze. Uh, as Lucas said in remixers, there's Timaeus 22222. The song is Ice Brain. This is from Mega Man Zero Two, released in 2003 by Capcom on the Game Boy Advance. It's called, it's funky, it's fresh, it's glitch, electro, dubstep, EDM arrangement of Mega Man Zero Two. So there's your description. We're going to play this for you now. You're going to listen to it. We're going to come back. We'll do more podcasts. And if you like this remix, check out all the other samplings at ocremix.org.
Alright, we are back from Overclock Remix. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the break from our monotonous jargon of voices. And now we bring you the news of the week. Ooh, let me let me just dust off the uh the, the coating of of dust on, on this old sound effect here. And there we go. Christ, you can still find what key it is. The key is the any key. Punch the key. Um, news of the week starting off in games our story is Scalebound has been confirmed by Microsoft that it is cancelled I think several outlets started spitting up this story today that it was rumored to be cancelled what was going on and then Microsoft released a statement and for sure it is gone which is kind of interesting because they really touted this as part of their E3 presentation last year as a game yeah they did um their official I remember state- thinking it looked awful. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't ever too big. Oh, I, I mean, it'd be one thing, I guess, if I had the sy- a system it was coming to. Or wasn't it coming to PC? True. I don't I don't remember. Um, Who knows? But I, it wasn't like I was actively following the development or anything like that. But uh, Microsoft's statement is that as such, after careful deliberation, Microsoft Studios has come to the decision to end production for Scalebound, working hard to deliver an amazing lineup of games to our fans this year, including Halo Wars 2, Crackdown 3, State of Decay 2, Sea of Thieves and other great experiences. So you notice they don't really ever say anything else why. So um, it looks like if Microsoft was asked if the IP that is owned by Microsoft, or they're asked if the, the IP is owned by Microsoft or by the developer, which is Platinum Games, uh, Microsoft spokesman simply said, "We do not comment on the details of our business agreements with partners." So, I mean, that could be the speculation: is does Microsoft own the IP? So is it officially dead, or could we see another publisher maybe, you know, jump oh, in? Oh, like they and, just dropped it. Yeah, jump in and take because I mean I I would think the game's pretty far along in development and you would think there's been a pretty sizable cost investment into that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I it looks I mean just based off trailers, there's this five minute E3 demo from 2016 co-op demo. So I mean, granted that kind of stuff is usually optimize to make sure that it actually runs when they get up on stage but there were a lot of people who had this on there i was uh on youtube i was looking at some of those uh top uh and most anticipated games of 2017 and i was surprised to see that this was on a lot of people's list which again i thought it looked kind of stupid but i i don't i think it's just because i don't like the main character i think he's kind of a turd but that's just me yeah, I just... Mm. Nah. Well, it goes along with what I told you early, uh, before, which was I really feel like uh, PlayStation is killing it with the exclusives. I mean, Halo Wars 2, Crackdown 3, which who cares about that anymore? By the time that game releases, it's going to look so dated. And, <laughs> I mean, not that that's, you know, the the biggest thing about a game but i mean I, I watched the trailer and i thought to myself this already looks old and outdated state of decay 2 and sea of thieves are both probably going to come out on pc so what i mean that's not a, as huge of a deal but there's nothing here that's telling me to go out and buy an xbox yeah right exactly uh yeah i just i don't know uh People would like when like I I had I could I could buy a Xbox or PlayStation right now with my money I've hoarded, but 
Meh. I, just, I could also upgrade, wait for Scorpio. I could, I could also upgrade my PC. Meh. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, eh. yeah, wait for Scorpio. I I need um I need a VR setup with that treadmill thing. Oh yeah, the, that that actually was canceled. Funnily enough, the uh, well, one of them. I'm sure there's multiple ones, but the the most uh, talked about one. It's like Octo something. Um, it Octo ended up Mom. getting <laughs> Octo Dad. Octo Dad. Well, you're Omni. doing that. Omni. That's what there it you is. Go. Um, we'll, we'll keep the show rolling movies and television. This one I got a kick out of. I shared it with the wife too. And she got, she enjoyed it as well because who yeah, doesn't, I'll play it for us. Who doesn't enjoy Mark Hamill? So go ahead, Lucas. Oh, did you want to describe what the premise no. was? Nope. We're okay. just going to play it. All right. Let it load up here. Oh, sorry. I had to mute my freaking. I, I muted my audio because every time I, go on any of these news sites, it plays audio immediately, and I didn't want that to interrupt the podcast, Jason. Oh, that's nice of you. So instead, let me unmute it and then press the play button. Happy New Year to all, including to my many enemies and those who have fought me and lost so badly. <laughs> they just don't know what to do. <laughs> Love. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love how the the ending, how he keeps going. I think it's gotten better over time. So, so what 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 is this, Jason? Well, Mark Hamill took it upon himself to he's going to continue to do this. This is one, hopefully, in the series of many, as uh, the Joker reading Trump's tweets. No, those aren't original Joker lines. Those are those are actual tweets from President-elect himself, Donald Trump, read in the style of one and only Mark Hamill's Joker, made famous from Batman, the animated series. And they're so very fitting. That's the scary part. I know. My enemies? Who writes that? Uh, Maybe Trump should have been a um a I like writer the, for I the like Batman the series. Love. Love. I couldn't do that if I tried. I don't yeah, have Try to do the laugh. Now that would be that would be. <laughs> you want me to? I'll do it. All I know is that at the bottom of the site there's an ad for you know the crappy websites that pop up. Watch fan-made home alone clips add realistic digital blood and gore oh yeah 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 i i saw that i was gonna click on it but then i was like that's not gonna come across on the the podcast very easily let us just describe to you what they did to the uh, each clip uh, i love this that i mean it fits so perfectly yeah thank you good. thank mark you mark Hamill. especially since uh, anything to have him keep doing the joker since he won't really i mean it's not gonna happen professionally any longer but no, not really. We can dream. Lucas, what's going on in technology? Let's let's let's, well, let's journey that way, shall we? Are we, do yeah, we like, sure. are we doing both these headlines or are we doing just uh, the list? Uh let's do both. Okay. The, the, I think this first one we don't have to spend too okay. much time on. I'm just this is the first time I've really ever heard of this. So, uh Razer is that company that we were talking about mouses uh and they make kind of gaming uh peripherals. But they also make uh 
is this their this isn't their first laptop but they they've no, kind no, of no, no, no. recently they've got, gotten yeah, into they've gaming got, machines yeah they've got a lot of like laptops is like their big push now and especially making better smaller faster gaming laptops like they have like they kind of have a multi-tiered line now they have like a a thinner variant to kind of compete with like the macbook pro i assume like the macbook oh, slams yeah. and stuff and then they have like your your standard and then they have like the completely over the top 4k gaming capable laptop that costs like three grand <laughs> and then they have this yeah now they well, have this they were they were going to have yeah. it they just revealed this uh, new prototype at ces um it's got what is, three what is it called does it have a name for it i don't know if it has um taken taken uh because it was taken <sighs> Uh, the project. I don't think there is a name for it. Project Ariana, Project Valerie. Uh, project. Yeah, Project Valerie. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That does sound right. So it's got three. It's a laptop that has three 4K screens, two of which fold out from the center. Assuming, I mean, I would assume you have to use it that way, right? You can't. Yeah, you couldn't just you, you can't just use one screen. No, yeah. No. So that way. <laughs> imagine somebody sitting with this on their lap. Oh god, it's got the wingspan. Probably wouldn't be able to. It'd get so hot. That's true. Uh, well, it was stolen from the CES booth, uh, Consumer Electronics Show, 2017, which just wrapped up, I believe. Um, I think it said two. Two of our prototypes were stolen from our booth at CES today. We have filed the necessary reports and are currently working with the show management as well as law enforcement to address this issue. It's not known which products were involved in the theft, but Razor's presence... Oh, what? It's not known which products were involved in the theft, but Razor's presence at CES 2017 was largely built around its new Chroma projector, dubbed Project Ariana. So that's what that was. And a three-screen laptop that goes under the working title of Project Valerie. So they're not releasing what was stolen, but you'd have to imagine that that's... uh... Oh, here we go. Okay, so this was updated. Turns out that the stolen equipment was a pair of Razor's Project Valerie laptop... Uh, prototypes pictured above so both two laptops now wouldn't you think there would be like security wire (laughs) like you know when you go look at new cameras at best buy and they're all wired to the to the um to the table that they're on or whatever you (laughs) wouldn't you think that was think so (laughs) sir those were our only two prototypes what are we gonna do um Here's a projector. I don't know. Shut up. You're fired. Hot dog. Get out of my sight. Get out of my sight. <sighs> well, at least there was probably no prop- propriety. Propri- yep. <laughs> at least there was no proprietary technology in there, I'm sure. I, I doubt anyone's going to uh, take it apart and reverse engineer it or anything. And come out with like, you know, a competitor. I doubt right. that'll happen at all. Yeah, I'm gonna say espionage of the highest level. Putin. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say Putin did it. <laughs> Russian hackers. Yeah, I he, knew ro- it. he strolled in on his bare cavalry and hacked him. <laughs> and nobody said he said, "Hey, look it over there." Yep. And then he swept him. Clep to Noretta. He rose the dead, and he used that as an excuse to steal two 
laptops with a combined screen of six yes. screens. Uh, Lucas, do my eyes deceive me? You have you have a list for us? I do, I do. I thought this was interesting. Now we've we've done a like a last Christmas, I think, or two Christmases you gave me ago. Your heart. But yeah, I gave that shit away. I traded it back. I traded it into GameStop for $5 in store credit. Um, we did a list about the most uh, anticipated toys, the most wanted toys. This is similar, but for adults and things that were bought in the year of 2016 and has nothing to do with Christmas. So really not similar at all, except for it's a list. 16 most popular products of 2016 as purchased by us the people who buy things. Now is not, this, is not this me going you, through going through just the like life hacker gear, or is this going through? Uh, or, this or list they, is based on products. Data from this list is based on products purchased by readers through links on Gizmodo Media Group blogs in 2016. Okay, so this is purchased by only reader specific to. Okay, so this is specific to readers of Gizmodo. Okay. Yeah, so when they say you, they mean Yeah, because I mean, I've gone on here because I always see their deals. They always have like their deals of the day or stuff like this they, they oh, post. Yeah. So I mean, I have looked at some of their, some of their merchandise before, so. Um, there's a lot of stuff on here that I'm just like, I might need this. Uh, first thing is this, this uh, Aki Profi- uh, slim profile USB car charger. Now I was I like looking that. at this and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why would I want this? But basically what it does is makes it look like you have uh, two built-in USB ports yeah. on your car to it, charge it's, stuff. It's pretty much flush with the, the cigarette outlet. And yeah. Then, and if, you go. I mean, those cigarette outlets, they don't have, they're always put in a weird spot where if you have mm-hmm. anything sticking out of there, you're likely to break either whatever sticking out of there or break the actual port yeah which i've done before interesting that sucks. this was the top seller this year but it finished in 10th place in 2015 hmm. a lot more people got on board and said you know what now this thing is stupid the wake up like. light phillips wake up light we thought about uh, getting one actually now does it it's one of those things that just gives you like it slowly lights up. As right, if, like, it's supposed to give dawn. you a, like port, it, a more natural like state of awakening rather than like an abrupt alarm. You know, you're supposed to you're supposed to wake up feeling more refreshed because it's I guess the way you know when your alarm goes off you still feel groggy or this and that. So this is <laughs> well, I think it's supposed oh, to what what's happening? Yeah, I think, but I don't know. I'm That's just true. Paraphrasing on what my supposed idea is. On well, I've seen lights. that before in apps where. Uh, if they're like sleep trackers or something, they'll have yeah. an alarm that slowly brightens and stuff. I just don't. She kind of looks alarm. like a younger Famke Jansen. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> She's gonna uh, play Phoenix in the next X Men. Oh God, I'm sorry, your career's over. <laughs> uh, this is actually pretty cool as well. Rubbermaid Freshworks Produce Saver Containers. Now, I mean, if this GIF is to be believed, you can have strawberries for almost a month, Jason. Yeah, that's pretty cool if they do work. I, I wonder. I'm I more wonder, excited about the next item at the list. <laughs> uh, men's crotch. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's actually, you know, if like strawberries are the best example and everything else will, will last for like just a little bit longer. Um, ex, ex officios give and go boxer briefs. What the hell are these? Well, I mean, they're boxer briefs, obviously. Is it like when you fart? It's the old give and go. Like you fart in your hand and then, <laughs> and then, hey, check this out, and then run away. 
Well, it comes in black or white, and obviously no one should ever pick white. They look like uh, uh, biking shorts, actually. Yeah. They look like uh, all the Under Armour like, crap I have for like, when I... Yeah. Well. Compression I running, shorts. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I have running shorts and stuff I wear, too, but when I would do certain things at the gym, I'd wear something like that, but... Yeah, they don't even look like I wouldn't consider. I wouldn't think those are boxers at all. But maybe, uh, yeah, teach his own. Okay, so they're they're quick drying, odor resistant, breathable. So don't fart in them because that means <laughs> everyone <laughs> is, it just goes right out. And they wick. They're wicking the quick drying fabric. That's kind of the same as quick drying. I feel like so. I mean, split the difference there. Uh, yeah, underwear though. Men's underwear, you would that's kind of surprising it would be on the top 16. At least not that high. Uh, Aki makes the list again with a foldable USB charger. Uh, same thing, but for an... Same thing as the first one, really, but for an outlet instead of a... Instead of a uh, car charger thing. Yeah. So yeah. basically, it just replaces your... That's, you know, you've got like 8,000... USB chargers for all your devices. They pretty much all take the same thing. And this is just another end. Although it lets you do two. A dual port charger. Uh, Anchor, which I am somewhat familiar with that company. String lights with remote or without a remote. Okay, so this looks like something you'd get on Pinterest. There's string lights that look... Copper string lights. Those do look cool. But yeah, that's exactly what you're right. They look like they're from <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Look at, my, uh, with a look at my decorative Thanksgiving table with these little string lights. Yes, and then you got the you, you got to have like your bokeh um, uh, soft focus in the background, so everything looks. Holy shit! They put some outside. This this picture has got to have like eight hundred of these things. <laughs> that was Cody's. Oh god, I oh, gotta take Cody's. We can't play with that, bud. <laughs> That'll Aww. kill your ears, I'm sure. Sad Cody. Yeah, nothing, nothing special about these. They're just thin, and you can put them up, and they light things. But huh. look at they have. You can adjust the brightness. There's an always on mode. There's a speed. Ugh. You can even you can have a, a remote for some reason for them. They look cool. They do look pretty good. They don't look as awful as. And you can. They're in a strand of do. 33 feet, and Damn. they sell for 11 bucks. That's actually pretty good. I wonder how bright they are. People though. are using them for Christmas lights or just for, you know, whatever. Water resistant. Huh. Cool. Not bad. I'll have to remember those the next time they call for lights in some project, some, you know, uh, Etsy project or Pinterest yeah. project. Uh, shower head does special things. Makes you feel good when you're in the shower. That shower looks way better than any shower well, I've a ever Delta. been in. It's a Delta shower head. Delta's good. That's a good yeah. brand. 20, 20 bucks. Not bad. You know, we have one of those um, shower heads that have the hose, like the detachable oh, thing. yeah. Get all those hard to reach places. Yeah, yeah, except for I never use it that way. Yeah. It's the stupidest thing I ever purchased that It's probably way nice when you're uh, for, with Isaac, though, wouldn't it be? Because you could, like... He's afraid of the shower. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with with Cody, yes, because I can, I can kind of use it as a hose, basically, uh, indoors, but... Um, I, w- I would say that probably the best reason to get a newer, uh, shower head is for, uh, water saving. Mm, yeah. Um, cause 
<laughs> okay, now this next one's just ridiculous. Haribo. Uh, <laughs> five pounds of Haribo gold bears. I like this. The comment. They're back. Cue the comments about diarrhea and the accompanying accompanying corrections. Wasn't there? Well, yeah, wasn't there that whole thing about one of them causes you to have diarrhea, or they uh, all? I, I I don't know. <laughs> I've, well, never, I've an- never eaten an exorbitant <laughs> amount of Haribo gold bears. Here's some, okay, here's some um, Amazon gold. Uh, questions and answers. Question. Have aliens tested the bears given the warning on the packet about the gastrointestinal consequences of eating a product not of the earth? Um, will eating the entire bag in one sitting give you an exorcism? <laughs> will I get Hiroshima out of my bum hole only if I buy the five pound bag or can I buy the three and a half pound bag and still have the same a three and a half ounce bag and still have the same outcome. And then finally, are these made in a nut free facility? Oh, we're all a bunch of nuts there. <laughs> oh, God, I hate myself. Um, now this Jason, I want, I kind of have been wanting something like this. I wonder how much it is. It's unavailable right now. Uh, it's called the right. Takia cold brew iced coffee maker. It's number one bestsellers in carafes and pitchers. Now, the difference here, like I try to make it at home and buy iced coffee. I just throw ice in my hot coffee, which, <laughs> you know, makes it cold, but also makes it really watery and gross. Mm-hmm. So I would be in the market for something like this uh, hint for Christmas next year. All you listeners out there buying me things for Christmas. Uh, SNES retro USB control, Super Nintendo controller. That is would be pretty damn slick to have playing um playing some of the uh emulators you know when yeah. I'm kicking your ass and uh play birds yeah, I'm still waiting for that day to come <laughs> no that I know how to play it <laughs> yeah yeah we tried that net play that time and it worked really well uh but well, I think for, it was for, causing for me. me to lose I think you were, I think there must have been some uh lag on your end or something um now this next product, I'm actually <laughs> this next product I'm actually somewhat familiar with. Anchor. Um, the reason why I'm familiar with the products is because they I have I did uh, I got their batteries. They're known for batteries mostly. Uh, I got that for my replacement in my MacBook, but I got the wrong one and it screwed me over. But anyways, uh-huh. uh, they have a. This looks like a bigger uh, Bluetooth speaker than the one I have. The one I have is called like the Classic, but it's a pretty damn good speaker. It's probably about a third of this this one, which is your typical like. It's gonna be cheaper um, than a Bose, or a freaking Dr. Dre's Beats by Dre Boom Pill or whatever it's called. This thing is twenty four hour playtime, sixty six foot uh, blue foot range. Uh, let's damn, see that's pretty good. Um, it's thirty-seven dollars. Let's see if we can get the dimensions. Shit, on that's it. the that's how much I I paid thirty. It's paid bigger 30 than a. Eh, it's guy. it's definitely travel size. I don't really see the. Oh, I bet you if I go down here to the actual product specs. Um, it is six and a half by one point eight by two point one inches. So six and a half by two by two, basically. Damn. That's smaller than my travel dildo. It's like the size of an alarm clock, a small alarm clock. Yeah, and what Lucas said. <laughs> uh, have you tried one of these? The uh, well, have you tried the, either of these, the Yeti or the Arctic brand tumblers? Uh, I have never tried a Yeti. Because the Yeti is like the 
top tier. No, I've never, okay. uh, I've never used any of these. I have uh, the one coffee mug that just got me, which is a thermos that I've been using for a while that I love, and then mm-hmm. I have, um, I have two uh, Tervis mugs that I use for water sometimes as well. So, ah, nice, nice. Uh, these, uh, well, okay. So if you like, click on it. Keeps, uh, keeps ice for twenty four hours. Wow. Keeps hot for six. Um. <laughs> like I know. We can keep things cold for 24 hours. We only can keep things hot for six hours. <laughs> it's it's a lot easier to keep things cold, apparently. Yeah. Um, it works pretty well. I mean, the Yetis are the top tier, and they cost about twice as much. But I know that my wife got some because I had said I'd seen these before, and uh, the Arctic because they're about half the price. And uh, they said that they were they really liked them. You know, keeps ice in your drink for well 24 hours, apparently. Can't go wrong with that. Hmm. I have the problem though that I need my I need my coffee to be about room temperature before I actually start drinking it. So I don't need anything to stay hot for six hours. Yeah. Um instant pot. It's a pressure cooker slash uh slow cooker slash yeah. rice cooker. With a bunch of buttons on it and digital yeah, it display. Is. It looks shitty as hell as far as a as, as far as that display and buttons thing go but Must be popular though what the hell you can make yogurt with it <laughs> there's a yogurt button <laughs> you know what else has a yogurt button my butt <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> one of my speakers fell over and made a loud bang <laughs> Surprised the dog isn't barking at it. Thing happened. You know, I would actually, when I saw this, I was like, I kind of would just throw all of our pressure cook or all of our slow cookers and everything we have away. Just use this, man. It's like a freaking tank the way it's built. Uh, fu- now you, we both have uh, inch or have uh, experienced this thing. This next item, yes, Fire tablet seven inch is the one I got. You got the eight, right? Or the HD? Yeah, I got called. the eight. I got the next one up because I was like, well, it's only like twenty bucks more. Why not? So, it was a surprisingly good deal. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great tablet. I mean, it is kind of cheap, but you know what? It does everything I need it to. I can watch Amazon video on it. I can get uh, ebooks on it. I can yeah, watch Netflix on it, and I can surf the web. That's all I need a tablet to do. Yeah, it's twice the size of my phone, and yep. also the screen isn't broken on it. So yep, same. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. It works for me. <laughs> works for both of us in that regard. I was watching um because we couldn't record because of the, what we were, the shows were on. We couldn't watch. Uh, I couldn't record Star Wars Rebels, so I watched the first step. I downloaded the. Watch Disney XD app, and I watched it on there because for whatever nice. reason, it, that app is not compatible with my phone. Oh, that's weird. Even though I've just sideloaded it anyway, but I was gonna say, I wonder if it's just like they didn't recognize it. Yeah, so it's just like, a, oh. yeah, exactly. It's just not officially supported or whatever. So, but yeah, Dude. I think it's a good device. Oh, you know what you should it, play if you haven't yet. Um, because huh. it was pretty cool. It's it's a short game. Um, I'm not sure. I got it for three free through like Amazon. I okay, think, then it'll be free for me probably then. At some point, but it's called Monument Valley. Is that the snowboarding one? No. It's or no, like, no, I've it, heard of it, though. It's only 99 cents. It's like a little puzzle game. It's got some DLC as well, but it, it's kind of similar to, like, maybe playing Captain Toad in a way that you have to you're, you have to 
move around the environment, but you have to rotate or move sections along to kind of make your way oh, through it. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it was it was on one of the humble bundles that they do for um, Android and stuff oh, like okay. that. I remember watching the video for it. It looks really cool. I like yeah. the art style. Yeah, it's really relaxing and just kind of cool to play. Um, I don't play many mobile games, but that was pretty fun. I do find I play more on the tablet than I would on my phone. I actually play Hearthstone again because it's actually I'm like on my tablet. I'm like, hey, this is kind of cool again. On my phone, I'm nice. like, Bleh. plus I don't play yeah. games on my phone because it's like, oh, there goes my battery. Yeah, that's the big thing. It actually has helped keep my battery levels um, much higher because I'll just use the tablet for other stuff like streaming and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. This Aki company is killing it apparently because they have another freaking. Thing. And I've actually seen a video of this. Of this, it's only eight dollars right now. Um, it's basically they give you a magnetic strip ah. that you can put on your the back of uh, or the inside of your case or the back of your phone or whatever, and then the other part clips to your that's the cool. vent of your car. Yeah, so it's pretty strong too because in the video, uh, it kind of clicks on there as opposed to you know waiting until. It's isn't not like a kinda, refrigerator isn't that magnet. Like a risk to your electronics, though, to have a magnet. Like, can't that damage your? your well, phone? I don't think anything. I don't think anything in there is, because um, that was the case with uh, hard drives. But if it's a solid state drive, I don't think it'll do anything because there's no magnetic. There's no magnetic yeah, that's um, true. thing taking place. That's interesting. In, you just put that 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 strip inside your phone case, and then it it's magnetized right to it, huh? Yeah, that's cool. I really and like I, that. I need something like that because I've always wanted something that holds your phone, but this is small. It's not very bulky, and I think it would work better actually. Huh? It's only eight bucks. That's cool. What's so the difference? I, Does it say what the difference? Because there's a rectangular mount. Well, not the mount, but there's the rectangular thing that you can put inside your phone or a circular one, and that, I don't know what the difference is between. Uh, I wonder, well, the, the rectangular one looks like a thin sticker, and the circular one looks. Oh, there's the circular one as an adhesive that you can just put on the back of your phone. Oh, okay. Included circular rectangular metal discs easily slip between your case and phone, or it can be, or unless you both, you can use both. I don't know. I guess it's just preference. I guess. I wonder if it's the size of your rich. phone, maybe too. That could be. Hmm. Although I have, with I have so many questions. <laughs> Buy one. It's only eight bucks. Other people did. Uh, Anchor. Uh, what I was talking about before. External battery pack. I need to get one of these. I, I had, feel like I had a re. I I bought this off ThinkGeek a long time ago. It's a bracelet. That is a battery mm-hmm. pack that you can charge. I mean, by now, by these phone standards, it, it's not going to charge up much. But I had it was a, and you can charge that up and wear it, and then you can just connect a cable from that to your phone, so you can recharge it while you, you know. Oh, I had that's it, cool. but um, that battery in here is it's not going to be nearly enough to power. You know, these phone. You know, this was back when I had my Droid, like my. Uh, I don't. I might have had my Droid Incredible. At that time, so you know, phones have been a lot more powerful since then. But so, what is this? Is just a, a battery pack? Yeah, I guess it's getting. At first, I didn't really understand the the reasonings for these, but I mean, if you're tr- if you're on the go a lot and yeah. 
you know, you just, I, I would think for people who like, if you're covering CES, for instance, and you got your phone, you got a tablet, you got laptop or whatever, it's a power bank, probably got USB yeah. um, ports on it or something. It's the size of a credit card, probably not the thickness of one, but yeah. Uh, that's the factor form we're talking about. Right. And look, at, according to the, the diagram, it uh, utilizes premium battery cells, utilizes only high-performance cells. It can recharge, get four charges off an iPhone 6S, three charges on a Galaxy S6, or one charge on an iPad Mini 4. So that gives you a, Jeez. an idea of how much it can do. That's pretty cool. Well, the best – everyone knows the best uh, – external battery power things have a um, vaping ability attached into them as well. Because <laughs> I have seen those. They do have them. Does your vaping like, is what recharges it? The more you vape, the faster it charges Yes. Yes, oh. exactly. So you need the, the boost juice or whatever the hell it the is. Boost juice. Go to, <laughs> go to your local vape store, then hit up your boost mobile once you're done because they're next door. Get yourself set up and you'll be a gangsta. You can you can boost, you can juiced, and you'll be the most popular kid on the block. That was 16, so they do it by the end of the... So 2013 was 13 things, 14, 14 things. So next year, they're going to have 17 things. Jason, I feel like they're going to be like, man, we should really have just stuck with 10 for everything. <laughs> Why did we do that? Right. Uh, Those dummies. Right. Hey, it was Not my fun. problem. It was still fun. Yeah, I now, now I have a bunch of those little things that I'm like, oh, I should add this to yeah, my Amazon I mean, wish list. Right? They look cool little gadgets. So there you go. That's our 60 most popular products purchased by us. By us, we mean those who go to Gizmodo and Lifehacker and things like that. And look That's at it. them and buy them. Yep. There you go. Um, a reminder, next week is Netflixation. We will be uh, talking about Lucky number 11. Uh, viewable on Netflix, so if you want to participate or join in, give the film a watch, and uh, you can chime in on the conversation. We haven't heard from some of our regular Netflixation um, chime-inners. Chim-in- so chim- you mean chimneys. one person, Chim-ners. Tyler on Facebook. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Where are you, Tyler? What happened? You're the, you're the only one. You no, make it Graham sound like there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast and know the answer to that. Graham, Graham would um, comment if it was something that we picked that he has already seen once before. <laughs> it doesn't require him to watch it again. Uh, to yeah. be fair, he did watch like three in a row. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, you know, I was thinking about this before we get into community grab bag. Well, I guess it kind of goes into community grab bag or at least the catch all. We're, we're kind of approaching the third year mark. Aren't we? Because I think it was uh, February. February. Yeah. End of third year into the fourth. Yeah, I was. Uh, how Holy much shit. further can this podcast possibly last? Talk about stretching something out. Good lord. Filler content. We don't do that on this show. No. Tune in next week for our next list of sixteen things. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should. At- maybe we could attempt a live show again. <laughs> uh, February. <laughs> Got to uh, do it before March. No, February's getting bad for me already. Between events, I don't know. That's true. I think. That's I think true. that. I think that ship is starting to sail away. Uh oh. 
Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. Especially on like a, a weeknight's not an option, and weekends are are very full, very full. I don't do anything on the weekends. Well, I can't help that. You know what else is full? Hmm. Your yogurt button. But anyways, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's get onto the grab bag because it's it's shish man. Uh, let me let's do some lobby time. Ah, yes, the smooth yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, community grab bag. Community grab bag this week is sponsored by Josh Bones on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> what is your one favorite movie you could watch forever if you were forced to? Mine is Army of Darkness. Wow. Bold choice. Um, well, when you say forever, does that mean like you're strapped into the chair? Like in um, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. <laughs> yeah. And you have to watch it on loop forever and ever and ever. Or does it mean it's that the only movie you can watch? Right. I'm going to go with that one because I'm assuming he doesn't mean torture. He just means like apocalyptic scenario and this was the only thing that you could grab or something. Let's go I'm, with... I'm not going to say over and over. I'd say it's the only movie you get to watch. Yeah. For the rest of your days. Sure. I have a feeling I might know what yours is. Really? What do you think mine is? Um, I'm gonna go with The Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, that that was my first thought. Actually, Empire Strikes Back was my first. But then I thought, what? I thought to myself, self, when you're at home <laughs> on the couch and every time you're scrolling through the guide, and then you go, oh, this movie's on, and you turn it on. It's always one of these two. These two films. Okay. So my answer, I have to narrow it down. Okay. Between Raiders of the Lost Ark. That was my other guess. And The Last Crusade. Oh, so same. Same property. I can watch any of the. I can even. Even Temple of Doom, but that's just my least favorite of the three. And, um. Gosh. Now, this is forever. Locking your choice I've now. I've always liked Last Crusade because you got Elsa. It was easy on the eyes. You got. <laughs> you just got the. You got the. He chose poorly. Um, <laughs> Ford, Har- Ford Harrison. Harrison Ford, who's also easy on the eyes. Yeah, I just. And I like the. the, the got Sean Connery. You know. um, but, you know, I think Raiders is the superior film. I'm going to go with Raiders. Raiders, Raiders Lost Ark, final Ark. answer. Locked in. I don't have a locked in sound effect. Um, boy. I don't know. That's a tough one, you know? One movie you could watch forever. No matter what you pick, let's just face it, you're going to get tired of it. It's it's more, you know, what what movie do I want to survive the, the movie Holocaust, as it were? Um... I'm trying really hard to be creative, but you know, the child in me would would probably say Jurassic Park. Man, when I was like 12, I watched that thing over and over and over and over again. So, 
You know, I think I might go... No, I can't do Jurassic Park, man. Ugh. The adult in me says, no way, dude. No way. I'm like... Yeah, I think I'm gonna go... I think I'm gonna go with, probably, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars is one of the one of the movies that got me thinking about filmmaking anyway. Mm -hmm. And the Empire Strikes Back, I mean... Although... You're, you're missing out on Jabba the Hutt. Are you, though? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> okay, well... Yeah. It's too hard. I like too many movies. You must pick one. There can only be one! <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna go with... Uh, d dodgeball. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Nobody. Um, gosh, you know, I Michelle. I, no, I hate this. <laughs> I hate to. Uh, I hate to say it, but I don't know if I could pick that. I really don't. It's kind of like when somebody asks you what your favorite band is, and I'm like. I can't just name one. I mean, I have one. I have one that's not, like, clever or cool. And everyone goes, see, this is why I don't ask you this question. Because you always have stupid answers. You know? Uh, just answer the question, Lucas. I did. I did. Empire Strikes Back. All right. There we go. You're overthinking it, man. Just let it ride. I think I gave it just the right amount of thinking. Which was none. Who said I was <laughs> thinking? <laughs> exactly. I tend not to think, if at all possible. Oh, fair enough. Jason, a lot of people were glad to have us back in the year of 2017, our year of the Lord. Yeah, we never got to do like a farewell, like a year recap, because we never... Uh... We didn't record again, but hey, we appreciate we appreciate those people noticing that we were absent, and then we we again returned to to the airwaves of podcast land. It's true. Can we can we do a thing? Can we all collectively agree to just to just stop with the stop 2016? The yeah, that too. The whole 2016 worst year ever. Am I right? Yeah, I see that everywhere now. Well, it was a bad year. But let's face it, they're all bad. They're all bad. And just, it just keeps getting worse. It does. Just like this pot. Oh, no. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> just like Perfect. this podcast. Perfect segue. Well, just like that, that brings this episode to a flux to close. Oh, these flux to hosers are going to get flux to pissed off. That's our next fixation, by the way. Yoga hosers. God, we, you know, I bet there would be a lot to talk about on Probably. that. Probably. No, could... I saw um, it's announced that uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old. Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are doing their show in uh, Grand Rapids. Oh, the, their podcast? Yeah. Man, that guy's got like 800 podcasts, well, I swear. This one's more, it's like a stage show, but they always happen to re Well, they do the podcast version, but most of the time now, it's just like a stage show. And they just record that and put it on their oh, podcast okay. most of the time, but... Part of me is like, that'd be cool to see, but I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to pay to see it, though. 
I don't know how long I can stand to listen to Kevin Smith talk about all the movies he's made. <laughs> I uh, he was a he. I like Kevin Smith just fine, but he really was kind of like a product of his time, which is fine, you know, good for him. But I don't know how applicable he is nowadays. I think that's why his movies are well. One, his newer movies are born out of podcast ideas, which, yeah. as you can see, is not a very good idea at all. Maybe Moose Knuckle will be good though. Uh, well, his trending, the trending, um, would say that that is not going to be no. the case. I wanted to, year. like, I tried to watch, uh, Jane Simon Bob's super groovy cartoon movie. I just couldn't, uh, oh god, that's about, right, that was a thing. Made about 10 minutes. That's not him, I mean, but I still, I'm, in, in nostalgia, I still think Jane Simon Bob Strike Back's a good movie, so I probably should just never watch it again. Yeah. Nostalgia is a bitch like that. And I'll, I'll, I'll always love Mallrat, so whatever. All right, that's uh, that's enough of this. Sorry. Nothing to see here. Sorry, uh, USQ fans. Sorry. Um, all right, that is going to wrap this episode of Flux Spills Up. Thank you for tuning in. We release every week on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and podcast feeds everywhere. Check out the website, FluxDispose.com. Give us a review if you're ever so kind and feeling saucy and uh remember help control the pet population have your pet spayed or neutered i am jason lacy he is lucas rose we will see you again on flux to pose Drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> <laughs>